Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You have reached the life model decoy of Sebastian. Please leave a message. I'm Zancy Weber, genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. And today we are reviewing Marvel's The Avengers. Oh, you're so excited. Yes. Starring Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Tom Hiddleston, Clark Gregg, Kobe Smulders, Stellan Skarsgård, and Samuel Jackson. Written by Zach Penn and Joss Whedon and directed by Joss Whedon. Welcome back to the show. Our second time in this week, if the things come out in the order I think they're coming out in, probably. Who knows? Alex is still not here for those who did not catch our Ready Player One review. review, review, review. Bye, Alex. He'll be back not next week, but the week after for I, know, I thought he I thought he was off the podcast now. No, no, no. That's a common misconception oh. that we are we have stealth eliminated Alex from the podcast. No, I've got party. I've got I've got a party to cancel. Oh yeah, maybe get on that. Uh, I believe right now he is probably struggling to carry his fridge out of his front door, cursing the fact that he has helped me with so many moves, but I had to come in and record and couldn't help him move today. That's a real convenient excuse, Sebastian. We had computer issues and haven't recorded for three weeks until this that's, session. That's very so true. like. It comes first. Like, <laughs> like my wife is sitting at home about to give birth, but this is what matters. That's, That's not true. Not true. It's not true at all. Not even pregnant. Not even a little bit pregnant. Oh, I mean, I say that. Yeah. I, I mean, and now you've said it. The universe has heard. Yeah, you never know for sure. Well, last time I said something, like your computer exploded. So mm-hmm. I think if anything, Jess is going to get like third degree burns on her ovaries. I think that's how it works. From the Microsoft update. Wait, you're- Jess runs on Microsoft? Oh, I don't think she runs on Apple. She's not an iOS. She could definitely eat apples, though. Yeah, but can't she eat a window? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if she did, it could cause a lot of problems, though. Um, Avengers. This is a movie that came out. Sorry, sorry. Marvel's The Avengers. Marvel's The Avengers. Not The Avengers with Gwyneth Paltrow. Not Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, yes, Thurman. it is. In with Thurman, yeah. I was like, this is definitely more with Gwyneth Paltrow. I didn't yeah. name her on the cast list because I don't like her, but she did. her face was in this movie. Her face was in this movie. She was in the movie. Oh, wait. You know what wasn't in this movie? Her shoes. Her shoes? She was always barefoot. Was she? Yeah, because she's taller than. She <laughs> was on a plane for a scene. In Stark Tower, she's yeah, barefoot. I was like, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Although American airports, maybe she took them off to get scanned in and then just didn't put them back on. Maybe she did. There's, yeah, there's reasonable, reasonable doubt there. Let's... Start. Well, we can't. I, I, I would say right now is where we should have a catch up and a banter. 
But because we're having to record three shows in a row right now. just be the same banter over and over. I have a fun story for you. Oh, no, you saved banter. I think I did. <sighs> I'm kind of hoping it'll just fall. Is it into- about your dog jumping up on you? No, I did that one. Oh. Um, so I had to call the police on what night would it have been? Friday night. After I, after I, saw, I ran. So me and my, my lady wife went out for date night on this, the Friday just past, just following. Sorry. Pre- the Friday just prior. Correct. I, I can verify that. I have cameras. Yep, we went out to, thank you, um, Korean barbecue. It was lovely. I'm in the middle of finishing off uh, one horrible diet that I have put myself on. Very happy with that. But I'm starting one of those, um, it's, it's like a six-week challenge at a gym. And so, so, of course, you had to call the police because you ate something I outside ate of your diet. I broke the law. No, so because I've had a point because my diet starts tomorrow as of this recording, my new one. Um, my partner, my lady wife was like, hey, can we have like a fun dinner? Because you have eaten nothing but grilled meat and steamed vegetables now for <laughs> six weeks. So I haven't had to like go out and do anything like that. I was like, that's a fair cop. So we went to Korean barbecue. It's an old favorite of ours. And it was scrumptious. As okay. we're getting home, I'm getting to the police part. Good, oh, all like, right. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm glad that we 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 got your Korean barbecue review, though. Well, the reason for that is because the rest of the story is, I'm going to tell the story. It's not. It's not very fun. Like it's ambiguous and possibly terrifying. But as we're getting home, we pulled into our into the driveway, got out, and um, our back neighbors or our back. One of our back neighbors, not the direct back one. We're hearing like a lot of screaming, a lot of swearing, a lot of um, like door slamming things. It's not like someone punched a hole in the wall, like a lot of loud ruckus. Just nice stuff, really. And we're paused. And these are our neighbors that like on a Wednesday night at like midnight, they'll be blasting music on their balcony. So Those neighbors. Uh, yeah. So first I'm just like, you know, whatever, that's just them. And then I'm listening and there are people like screaming and it's not just like, oh, fuck this, blah, 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 swearing. It's like aggressively like targeted yeah. at someone. And so I, for the first time in my life, actually had to dial triple zero or 999 or 991. 911? Which one's America? 911. That's the one I didn't dial. And yeah, so that's a, that's a fun little life event for me. Having to be like, so I think someone's being attacked at my neighbors and like, oh, that's not good. I agree. Uh. The guy I had on the phone was actually very casual. It was very fun. <laughs> so yeah. Well, they probably trained to like not panic anyone on the phone oh, with but them. He was making a, a couple of a bit of banter back and forth. I can't help it, you know, some sort of banter robot. I'm not a banter robot. Yeah. I would assume. I'm not that efficient at banter. So yeah, so that's ticked off one life experience, and um, so the Korean barbecue was definitely the highlight of the night. But the part <laughs> I'm going to remember, there's no resolution. There's no it's resolution. Can I call the police? Because, <laughs> that's why I said because domestic violence is bad. <laughs> that's why I said like it's the, the the interesting part of the story here was how good Korean barbecue was. But I'm just saying, like, how often does your you night- know what has no domestic violence? Is it Avengers? It's Avengers. <laughs> See that segue that I did there and then immediately pointed out the, ruining the, the, the point of the segue. My segue was better than that, <laughs> but your segue was good. I'll like go golf claps. Avengers. Avengers. Sorry. Marvels. 
The Avengers. Can we not make the episode title Marvel's The Avengers, please? Can it just be Avengers? Okay. People will assume we're not reviewing the fucking Sean Connery movie, right? Well, it is just The Avengers. Like, the, the movie is called No, on the, the title Avengers. screen, it comes up saying Marvel's The Avengers. In IMDb and in every- Except list. for in Great Britain, where it was Marvel's The Avengers. Uh, Great Britain doesn't- Because of the Ralph Fiennes movie and- Ray, Ray Fiennes? Fiennes. You know what? His name is Ralph. But it's pronounced Ray. Yeah, well, my name's Sebastian, and it's pronounced- Okay, this? Sebastian. Okay. I, I could go- No, it's Sebastian. My name is Weber, but in other countries it's pronounced differently. So yeah. it's But Ralph is pronounced <laughs> Ralph in the UK. And, unless you unless you're say him, apparently Rafe. No one says Rafe. He does. Yeah, but, and his mother does. Oh no, she didn't. It's an actor's bullshit name, I assume. No, I'm pretty sure it's his mother. Uh, the, I've heard a story that his mother called him that specifically. Did she have a stroke when writing his birth I certificate? I don't. No, it's not spelled differently. It's I know. But did she, when the doctor's like, oh, Ralph. And she's like, yeah. And then she all spasmed. Right. All right. And, all right. Do you have a really fakey? No. There's so much trivia for this movie. Exactly. It's too much trivia. <laughs> so let's not talk about any of it. I agree. Zane, do you have any trivia? No, I'm not talking about any of it. Wonderful. I've already said that Gwyneth Paltrow was barefoot in Stark Tower because she's, if she wasn't, Because she's nine feet tall. (laughs) She's a giant, scary woman. I think she's only, I think she's just six feet. Is Gwyneth Paltrow the woman from Shallow Howl? Yes. Okay. That's a Why? weird Jack Black movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a weird movie. Yeah. 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 Actually, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty on par Jack Black movie, I guess. It's yeah. just a weird movie. A lot of a lot of Robert Downey Jr.'s stuff, like this is the movie where he really got to let loose. Like he improvi- improvised a lot of lines, yeah. like uh, uh, Doth Mother Know You're Wearing the Drapes, et cetera, mm. et cetera. Uh, he would also like keep food hidden all over the lab set. Um, he wanted to take the A from Stark Tower after the film. Um, they said no, but then they gave it to him as a gift afterwards. How? Okay, I know they didn't. I don't know how big it okay, is. Yeah. I don't know where. Because like, if it's a model, sure. <laughs> I know because I think it, they made the Stark, the, the, the top of the building. The top of the building, I believe, was a, like a practical set. Fuck. Because he walks down it a, a couple of times. Yeah, during the Loki and scene. Then they, yeah, yeah and, they get, and Thor and Loki fight there. Um, so I think they did have the big Stark. That's incredible. Uh, made, so. Well, I say when, when the Marvel exhibit came to Brisbane, like the Odin's throne room mm. was fully built there. Hulk's bed in Ragnarok was there. <laughs> Not that we even bloody really saw that much of it. Yeah. But they, yeah. they are huge props. I just you'd think the top of a building would be safe. <laughs> like they wouldn't make that, surely. It'd be safe from being created. Yeah, like that's a big <laughs> thing. Anyway, wow. If people walk on it, like you're probably going to make some sort of set. Nah. Blue screen. Um, so Green. it was actually Joss Whedon's idea that uh, there be some sort of bigger villain behind Loki enabling him to, and that's where we get Thanos, which is now the big bad guy of the whole universe coming coming to get us. Did we get, I mean, okay, the Tesseract was the Tesseract. Yep. Yeah. Did we get any Infinity Stones up until now? Because like that, the Tesseract... Was referred to as the cosmic cube, which in comics yeah. is actually a different thing. Yeah. So no. So there was this point for they're like, okay, we'll do this now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. So we've got two in this movie: the mind stone and, yeah. and the space stone. But none of them were explicitly what they were no. until later no, 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 on. No, yeah. no. And that was held off 
for an, another movie still? Mindstone was Avengers 2. And Tesseract, technically Tesseract's still in cube form. Yeah. In the yeah. current movies. So yeah, I'm just going to work out when they decided that was what they were doing. Like if there was any hint beforehand. Because there was a lot of like in Iron Man, like the 10 rings, which is yeah. like that thing the Mandarin was a part of, like the real Mandarin. But I don't think they were really building to Thanos until now at all, were they? No. No, I don't think mm. so. Because, yeah, the gauntlet's in Thor 1, mm. but it's apparently a fake as of 18 movies later. So the code name mm. for the early filming of this, this movie? Mm. Group hug. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Yeah. Meh. Funny if it was just like, fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be fuck Batman? Yeah. Fuck Superman? Man of Steel came out around about now. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, okay. So there's there's a whole bunch here. So I think, you know, we'll talk about a little bit of as we go through. Let's let's jump into it. Well, what about babies? Babies, babies, X-Men first class crossed with, uh, I, th- I really get strong like James Bond vibes from this movie. Yeah? Yeah. I had a child's toy box mixed with a surprisingly well-planned and scheduled playtime. Like this kid's got a toy box and he, knows what he, and he knows what he's doing with it. You know, like and building some Lego. No, no. Well, maybe. Maybe Lego. Barbies. Maybe action figures. Yeah. Barbies. <laughs> Who knows? But like, but when you're watching this kid play, you're like, this kid's, this kid's game is coming together. <laughs> like, this is well, this is a well done playtime child. All right, all right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll accept your analogy and move forward. Yep, wonderful. <laughs> Into the review. Into the review. Do you want to start with the good or the bad? The bad. Okay. This movie was. It's fine. I can't think of anything. Um, I'm in a happy mood right now, so I'm going to struggle. But you go, Barton. Clint Barton. I like Hawkeye. I like Hawkeye. I don't think he was I don't think he was strong enough of a character to have his switch to evil play well. Yeah. And I think that we immediately had to, to kind of suspend disbelief that he could literally single-handedly take down the helicarrier. Like just because um, he's Hawkeye, he had a USB crossbow, crossbow arrow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Still, <laughs> actually, that 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 bit there is a terrible bit. Yes, that is a terrible. Although, bit. It, sorry, he's a crack shot. I can accept that. Yeah, and I know, but, like, given oh. time and and preparation, like, yes, but like, like, if one person can take down the helicarrier, then perhaps helicarriers are a bad idea. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> and 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 I and, and yeah, but that's kind of my biggest drawback to this film is that like they turn what has become a beloved character evil before we even get to know him. Like yep. we've kind of just seen him two or three times. One like, time, well, well once yeah. in Thor, and then once at the beginning of this film before he goes bad. Oh yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the third time he gets turned, and I'm like, okay, well. I honestly don't know how much he knows how where he's coming from. If if I care if he gets turned back or whether he has to die, like mm. that was that was kind of the big loose end of the beginning of the first act for me. It was like I don't 
I think you want me to feel for this character, but I don't yet. Uh, and again, like people who are who were more familiar with this, the the story and and the character might might like again if it happened now, it would be, mean something. Yeah, it would mean something. Um, and I feel like I again I think that's something we're going to be re- um bringing back up in the next two. Avengers movies is the fact that they use Barton's uh, fragility too much. Yeah, because it's literally in this movie he gets uh, he gets taken over. In the next movie, he is injured. He gets shot in the beginning, but he's fine for the rest of the movie. He gets shot through the and then he's repaired. And if rumors have anything to say about what happens in Avengers: Infinity War. Is he in that movie? I haven't seen him in a single ad yet. I'm pretty sure he dies. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's why he's not in any. No. Of I mean, uh, everyone dies, I assume, but yeah. not my um, boy. Oh, how terrible! Ooh, big man, Thanos! You killed the achy, breaky Archer that's, guy. That's kind of my point. Is like you have Scarlet, uh, no, not Scarlet Witch. You have Black Widow, who is. As human as but Barton, she's almost but she's token. untouchable because she's Black Widow. I'm like, come on, she is now ten years older than when we started. Even if she was 22 when we started, she's gonna start feeling her age because that's not a, a lifestyle that a normal human can live forever. <laughs> I can make up a reason as to why. Yeah, no, everyone but, can. Yeah. But like why her and not Barton? Like anything that they could be giving to her, they could also be giving to Barton. <laughs> I think when we do our Age of Ultron review, we should place down some hilarious bets on what we think is going to happen in Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I, I think my boy is safe. I think he'll die and come back. I think... Spoiler for next episode. I think they're going to like kill off some of the major ones and then end with like the shitty superheroes left. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I love Hawkeye, but he's a shitty superhero. Yeah, ridiculous superhero. I, I, he's just I would, a guy with a bow. I would love it if like Cap's dead, Iron Man's dead, Thor's dead, Spider Man's dead, Doctor Strange's dead, and it's just like Ant Man and, and Hawkeye. And they're like looking up at like Thanos floating around on his throne. And they're like, all right then. <laughs> Pulls out a single arrow. (laughs) That's how I would end it. All right, good. No, that's not how I would end it. (laughs) But I think it would be really funny. It's like, all right. It's like the end of the first Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. I mean, that's the the biggest bad. Like, this movie is pretty perfect um, in terms of pacing and character Mm. introduction, character stories. Uh, it it does it 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 grows as it goes very very cleanly mm. and and very entertainingly. Like the first act is just kind of like everything you would hope would happen. Like just like cool comic book character moment after cool comic book character mm. moment after cool comic book character moment. And as soon as they're all in one one room together, the movie kind of like, all right, now let's get onto the story. Yeah, and like it is unapologetic and it's just a, a fun ride all the way to that, to mm. the beginning of the second act. Well, one of the best parts for me in this film is towards the very beginning after the Tesseract is stolen, where we start bouncing around from Avenger to Avenger. 
and it's just this subtle thing of combining their um their scene transitions with the dialogue yeah at the very beginning you know like uh, Nick Fury visits Captain America and he asks him, you know, can you tell me anything about the Tesseract? And his line is like, you should have left it in the ocean. Then we immediately cut to Iron Man underwater yeah, doing something. Yeah. And I think this happens once or t- two or three times through this opening transition, but someone will say something and we immediately cut to something similar to what they were saying, but visually. Yeah. And it was just a really, like, I don't see it that often, but it was just a really nice, clear and clean sequence. Yeah. Yeah, sequence. So I really like that bit. I mean, everyone likes the the final fight scene. It's a there's a really great like extended almost single take shot that they make. Yeah, which obviously is yeah. just stitched together, but it looks really nice. And honestly, from all the hordes invading sort of storylines that we've had in the past, both from Marvel and from DC and from any other number of franchises, the Chitauri attack on New York is probably one of the most interesting to watch yep. because it is it is it's truly fought in three dimensions and you you have all these great moments where you have these the the many varied Avengers kind of teaming up for a minute and then switching no, teams. We like for a while we just follow Iron Man flying around yep. from Avenger to Avenger and it's just yeah it's it's fantastic. And it was Lucky enough that this was, I think, if it wasn't the first, it would only be like the second, like giant sky beam ending thing. Yeah. So for when it came out, it's new, it's fine. It, this is kind of the one that everyone else imitated. But I even assume. the sky beam wasn't just kind of like radiating uh, destruction. It was, it was, it was something in the sky, and then a portal coming through. Which honestly, from what I've seen from the trailers to Infinity War, I think's happening again. Yeah. You see that big like donut ship? Yeah. Yeah. In certain clips, you can see through it. And it's like a different planet or something. Yeah. So it looks like a big teleport device. So I assume we're going to have people flying through that ship, which is fine. But that's fine. That's not a beam. Yeah. It's not you, a sky you, beam. you need some way for the army <laughs> yeah. to get here. It, whether they, their ships land here or they come through a portal, it doesn't really, as long as it doesn't come across as tacky, but yeah. you need some way to get A to B. Um, um, yeah. I don't really have much bad to say about this movie. Uh, the dialogue is very snappy and the scene when the Mind Stone is starting to make everyone angry on the ship, like that is very smartly scripted and performed. Yeah. Um, the way that it just very subtly escalates and everyone's picking on each other and it's just kind of like, okay, it's teething, but then it gets a bit more real and a bit more real and then it's like put down the scepter. Yeah, and he's like, looks like, oh, yeah, my bad. Um. I really enjoy it. Oh, you don't go into good or anything else than bad. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm that good, good already. Yeah. Like uh, I, I had the the way that Hawkeye's treated. I think would be my one very small drawback, just because like I feel like he's he was uh, not built up enough mm. to make it mean anything. Oh, but I was like Jeremy Renner though. Good performance. Yeah, I really enjoy him. He gets a lot of shit. I don't know why, but he's he's a really fun actor. Who's giving him shit? Like I'm. I'm sure he's almost universally online. Enjoyed. People always talk about him like he's freaking Matt Damon, like he's white bread. But he's, you know, he's well, not, he is. But he's like he's you could quite... put Matt Damon in that role oh. and get a pretty similar performance. Oh, don't do but that to I, me. I, I, I think because Rena isn't Matt Damon levels of popular, I think he he does yeah. get away with it, and it is charming rather than smarmy. Yeah. Um, I really like Mark Ruffalo. In general and in this movie, I think he was a great yeah, get. Before Edward Norton was cast, they wanted Ruffalo first. Good. Um, and then so they went back to him for this one. I think it was only availability for the the, the first yeah. time. 
I don't mind Edward Norton. I didn't like his Bruce Banner, but he's a fine actor. Like uh, apparently he's a, terrible for work. I was going to go, I've heard he's a massive douchebag. Yeah. But because <laughs> he's an artist, not an actor. He's one yeah. of those ones that's very I, up I for an ass. Birdman was like that that's him? what it's like to work with him. Uh, <laughs> <apparently. no>. <laughs> um yeah, but Mark Ruffalo, great get. Robert Downey Jr. does his own thing. He does the same well, he, thing. He carries it. Like yeah. this is this is even more than Steve Rogers, like Tony Stark in this movie is what the Avengers are built around because mm. um, he he's really the one that reaches out and interacts with each and every, whereas Cap, you get the, yes, I know who you are, I'm Captain America. Yes, I know who you are, I'm Captain America. Yes, I know who you are, I'm Captain America. Yeah. And that is the relationship he has with everyone, whereas Stark like actually you can see him testing his boundaries with each one, mm. like the toddler that he is, but that is what kind of forms the bonds of the team yep. in this movie. So I think um, it's very obvious that Joss Whedon loves Iron Man, yep. um, and, and but it's even more obvious that Robert Downey Jr. really <laughs> fell into this role in this movie. Zoom, yeah. Yeah. I'm particularly excited. So we get the, the big interactions before. I know you weren't a big fan of Ragnarok. But the I'm waiting for that Thor. I want that Thor to be with the Avengers because he's going to be more of a force of personality yeah. now. Because the one we get here is, well, they call him out. He's Shakespearean and that's that's what he yeah. is. And that's fine. But I'm more excited for like the badass Thor that we're going to get coming up. Because this one is, he has that, that funny line about Loki being adopted. But all in all, he's there to serve a plot reason. He's not yeah. so much there as yeah. a character in this film. Which isn't a negative. It needed to be. Like I understand why it was. It was. He's a service character, not a story character in this case. But yeah, I just can't wait for the short-haired, fucking angry eye patch Thor. <laughs> yeah, I think. Mm. And again, we like we were talking about this off air. Is that in terms of scale, what kind of flawed Thor in this movie would not even like impact him at all oh yeah in, in post ragnarok we'll talk about the scene where loki puts him in the hulk cage and drops yeah. him off the helicarrier and because we're, we're watching it just before recording on yeah. tv and i turned to say i'm like i'm pretty sure that wouldn't kill him like he'd be, <laughs> he'd be fine yeah. like i think you said he might break an arm or something yeah maybe <laughs> like but like we've yeah, yeah, after you see Hulk wail on him for a bit, like dropping thirty thousand feet, I don't think would kill him. No, I think he'd be completely yeah. fine. Like, like fine. But I like, I do appreciate that they've kind of scaled up powers over time. Yeah, rather and I think than that has Superman. been accounted for. Like, he is getting more powerful mm. over time. But um, rather than like with with Superman, how he's in. No, this is no fault to the movies, but how invincible. he starts off invincible. Yeah. Rather than every challenge he fights should be. You shouldn't know if he's going to succeed in this one. Yeah. But he, it's like Goku from um, Dragon Ball Z. Like he, sometimes he dies and he comes back because that's the nature of the beast. But you never know if this is going to be the one that he can get through or not, unless you've seen it before. And then when he does, you're like, oh, okay. So he is that strong. But I, d- I couldn't tell we were there until we were there. Whereas the Superman, you go in like, no, he's that strong. Whoever you are, you're not strong enough. Yeah. Literally, whoever you are, you are not strong enough. Like that's It's done. Like. So can I like- we talk about Avengers? Yes, the good part of this movie, which is the death, Coulson. We can talk about the death of Coulson, Clark. Greg, I miss you. 
I don't because he's alive again and doing stuff. This this part of the movie is what won me over because it's yeah. like this is this is what I'm missing from all the other Marvel movies is where death means something. Mm. Death he has his heroic moment, he has his quip, he dies, it means something, it brings the team together and as soon as he comes back to life, it undermines that. But he hasn't effect. come back to life in the movies. He hasn't so. come back to life, but in the universe, he is back to life. Correct. I'm sure we will see him in Infinity War. I don't know about Infinity War, but he is in Captain Marvel. But Captain Marvel is set yeah. in like the 60s yeah. or 70s. So, but okay. if he can be in that, that's fine. Yeah. Like, hey, Peggy Carter's in that movie yeah. as well. I think. And I'm like this. This is the death that I think we needed in uh, Civil War. Is is because this this kind of starts the Avengers, and that is what would have end would have punctuated the end of the Avengers really well is someone dying um one one of one of the main two it, cap or iron man i prefer an iron man death no so do i but i'm on yeah. team kill iron man yeah and yeah. i think this this really kind of just puts a great garnish on this movie for me because that is it it makes it so that death is real in the universe mm. and that Characters that have appeared in, I think he would have been four, five movies up until. Is this Clark Greg? He was in Iron Man 1 at the very end, Iron Man 2. He was in Thor. He wasn't in Cap because Cap was a a prequel. And Avengers, this this is his fourth movie. Yeah. So someone who has been there, a staple of the movies, dying and the status quo changing. I think that is that, that really, really push this movie into greatness. Well, I think think you're going to get your character death next movie. Not next movie as an image of Ultron. No, I don't think I am. I I honestly think someone's going to come back. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Everyone's coming back. Yeah. But the fact is after Avengers 4, Chris Evans is out. Hemsworth, I think, is renewed or he's looking at renewing. Danny's probably out anyway. You, you, it starts in Avengers one and it ends in Avengers four when the cast changes as well. Like that, that, that's what you wanted. It's not bookending in Captain America. It's going to bookend in Avengers, I think. Whether it's this, whether it's three or whether it's four next year, I. They will never be able to undo my disappointment with not killing Iron Man in in Civil War. Yeah. Um, because I think that would have been a great way for in, in, to bring him back in Infinity War. Yeah. Um, that would have been a great continuation of the story. Anyway, we're in Avengers right now, and this character death is great. Yes, this is this is exactly what we want from every character death. They feel satisfied that they've made the choice of the choices that they've made, and that and that he got his own back. Then died, and that death is the impetus for the team. One thing worth noting, you said how like none of the movies after this point had this moment. Because Iron Man had the death of Yen Sid, who was yep. the Doctor. Yen Sid, is that the right name? Jensen. Yen Sid yes, is a Disney yeah. character. That's my bad. Yeah. Um, this is the final movie made by Marvel Studios. This yeah. one was released by Disney because the purchase happened during it, but it wasn't made by Disney. Correct. Every film after this point has been a Disney production. So it's not crazy to think that if it had been Marvel Studios proper that we would have continued on the slightly darker path building up, but you can't ignore the fact that yeah, Disney's jumped in and it's kept its... Yeah. But then again, we, we got Winter Soldier onto Disney. 
no main characters died, but that was a darker story that I, I wouldn't say grab a kid and watch yeah. it with them. No, absolutely. But yeah, I, I definitely think you, you can't you can't escape the idea that Disney has uh, priorities. Family based priorities. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not even family based. I honestly think it comes down to merchandise. You know, you're you're right. Like you've you've got your big actors, it comes down to money. You don't you want to have the option to have them in a movie to push it up if you feel that it's gonna need it. Like putting Iron Man so prominently in Spider Man, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um and and as cynical as it sounds, like I think that's just what it is. Yeah. And you and uh, hopefully, Infinity War we get we get a little bit more leeway with what they can do with the story because it is kind of like end of end slash beginning of eras. Well, like people so, are literally yeah. moving on to other projects. It's it's gonna have to happen at some point. Okay, let's I'm pretend, just waiting for them to bring Wolverine in. So let's pretend worst <laughs> case scenario. This is funny to say worst case, but no one dies in Infinity War. <laughs> worst case scenario, yeah. everyone lives. Yes, and worst case scenario in Avengers Four. Everybody lives. Eventually, the actors are just going to stop. Eventually, the actors will die. <laughs> yeah, that too. Like, we can wait 40 years, can't we? No. So it's, it, 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 it's a matter of life that these people are leaving. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's just not happening. Well, that, and, and it's not like I don't want them to die. Don't you? I just I want kind of the do. story to be served correctly. Yeah. And I think like uh, there was... There's no more perfect moment for a character death than at the end of Civil War, and it's gone. It's gone yeah. now. Uh, you well, can't could, fix it. To be fair, we haven't seen the third one yet. They could make a good moment too. Oh, I'm sure they yeah. could have a good moment, but uh, but I think any any other moment that they're going to have isn't going to be better than that moment. Yeah, like that is the one moment that, in my mind, is unequivocally the best point for a character death. I will say I can live without seeing Cap behead Iron Man with his shield, though. I'm very good not seeing that. That's fine. You don't have to see it. No, it just has to happens. be the, the clank, crush, clank, and then oh. he walks away, leaving leaving the shield. And we just see a silhouette of you a know, head yeah. on the other side of the yep. disc. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Nasty. All right. This movie though, Hulk was good. This is the first time Hulk had been good. Realistically, this, this really wins Hulk over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think we we give that to Joss Whedon. Like this is the first time the Hulk's kind of handled well. They made him fun, mostly Banner, and yeah, they they made him part of part of the Quip team. Exactly, as opposed to I understand the even in the comics, the Hulk is a sad thing. Yeah, I get that. But when you're watching a two hour movie of a man being constantly sad, it's it's a bit grating. And this is like a fun like that that scene where just where he punches Thor when they're sitting beside each other. Yeah. Just for a quick laugh, shows that yes, turning into the Hulk is a disaster for Bruce Banner, but the Hulk himself is loving this. Yeah, he's not on the run from the army. He's not being shot with glue guns like in the freaking yeah, yeah. Lee. What was the first movie done by? Uh, I forgot the name of the guy who did the first movie. Something Lee, the first Hulk movie. Ang Lee. Ang Lee. Thank you. Yeah, he's not being hunted by the military in that one. He's not. Yeah. You can yeah. Enjoy well, he's it. given license to. Smile. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else was good in this movie? I hated Cap's uniform. I know we're talking about bad things, but I super hated Cap's uniform. I know that it was meant to be a throwback. Yeah. But also we it just was a had little, him. It was a little too different to everyone else's. Honestly, I think it was just the brightness of the blue. Yeah. Like the yeah. even like the, the the design looked ridiculous, but I think if it was a darker blue, it would have been fine. It was just so bright. 
Yeah. But, but there was an in there was an in universe reason for that. Mm. So I don't have to like it. They kind of hang a lantern on it saying like, yeah, it's a bit old. And then they learn from their lessons. Because yeah, he has some in universe and outside of universe. You get some really nice ones later on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what else is there though? Loki was better in this movie than he was in Thor. What did I say? No, I was gonna say better. He was deeper in Thor. He was more enjoyable in this. Can I just say, when you confer the uh, compare this Loki to Ragnarok's Loki, like that is the reason I don't like Ragnarok. Really? In Ragnarok, he's not a real person. He's just a joke. Yeah. In this one, he's like motivation and flaws and and like actual uh pushing for his own is his own benefit in in ragnarok it's only ever really treated like oh sure he's out for himself that's treated like a joke like of course he's out everyone's out for themselves yeah and he just has less attachment to to asgard than anyone else and he just wants to be king yeah and like i think they make a joke of everything that this Loki does, like just real cheap joke in Ragnarok. And like this is like this is the Loki that I like, the Loki that is his own character and is not just his relationship to Thor. Uh, whereas I think he's reduced right back down to punchline in Ragnarok. On that note, I think Loki dies in Avengers Three. Yeah, I think Thanos kills him probably. I I. Would not be surprised. Yeah. I also would not be surprised if he joins Thanos for a bit and then is killed by him. Oh, I assume he is joining yeah. him at first because. Oh, I don't know. They, I don't know. Taika Waititi was all like, oh, we're best friends and brothers now. Let's make out a little bit. No, that's weird. Let's not. But he took the cube at the end of that movie, which yeah. is going to have to get to Thanos. He's either going to die not giving it to him or give it to him yeah. to pledge allegiance and then I think he'll die anyway. I think it's just give it to him so that he doesn't kill Asgard. That's also an option. Well, maybe because his like, whole job in in this movie was yeah. to give this thing to Thanos. Yes. So him collecting it randomly at the end of Thor three, yeah. and then giving it to him could just be like, "Hey, I did the mission, and we're even. I'm now. your boy. Yeah. Give me a kingdom, or it could just be stop trying to kill me now. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Well, we will in a couple of weeks' time. Not long now. Not long <laughs> now. Yeah, so I, I think this this movie really gives me my favorite Loki, um, and I hope I hope we get to see more of that Loki, either more of that Loki or a conclusion to the Loki story in Avengers three. Yeah, because he's the best villain we've had so far, and he got taken away. I do disagree with the best villain part, but he was a good villain. Vulture, Vulture was actually pretty good. I wasn't even thinking of Vulture. I liked. Um... The bad guy in Winter Soldier, the shield leader. Uh, he was good. And Zemo yeah. was a good villain in Civil War. He had good motivation. Yeah. See, but We've had a couple of solid ones lately, yeah. which I'm being spoiled yeah, because yeah. they're normally not that great. Like I, I enjoyed Trevor in Iron Man 3, but he's not a good villain. But I think none of them have had the, the staying power of Loki. And I think that's played mm. against him because a number of different writers have now had their chance to play with him and his mm. motivations and they've kind of retroactively ruined him, unfortunately. But, you know, it can still be retroactively fixed, yeah. hopefully. Real quick fire round. Favourite scene? That's a fun, that's a fun. I, I think I think it is the, the scepter scene. Yeah? Yeah. With with Star, Stark, Fury uh, and Cap and, mm. and Hulk and... Is Widow there too? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, she wills. Mine's the final, the, the, that one shot in the fight scene. Yeah. I normally get really bored when fight scenes go on for so long, but I think yeah. just having such a variety of characters. Yeah. So it's not a Transformers movie where it's just like punch, and punch, shoot, like, shoot. You know? And it's not like them, they're doing the same thing over and over. Exactly. And, over again. and yeah. it's not like just punch, 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 move on to the next one, punch, punch, punch. It's, it's mm. like they're doing the very different things all the different times. And you, you're seeing these characters kind of fight to their full potential. Mm. Um, which is again like in a regular fight like if they're fighting just regular people iron man's going to have a few set moves that he goes to and hulk a few set moves that he goes to mm. whereas in this crazy three-dimensional battle it was, was, that, that, it was that amazing flying around from person to person like you said before really yeah. yeah opens up that world as well it's a very dynamic scene um favorite performance in this one I'm going to go Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I think Fury was also really good in this. Um, mm. as a, the side of Samuel L. Jackson that he rarely gets to put out is that um, that that kind of super competent Also, like the, the defiance against the yeah. council was really fun yeah. too. Uh, but I think Robert Downey Jr. This is, this is Robert Downey Jr.'s movie um, in a way that, and I think, the trilogy, and we'll talk about this in Ultron, I think setting Tony up as the center of the team, not the leader of the team, but the center of the team, mm. and then having him make this big mistake in Ultron is a mm. great way for that story to progress. So I yeah. think I think uh, Robert Downey in this one. I'm going to Mark, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Just because- Not Michael I, Myers. No. I came in expecting nothing when I first saw this movie and I left going, wow, Hulk is awesome now. Like even like the Bruce Banner side. Yeah, like, yeah. So that was an easy one for me. But in that scene with Black Widow at the beginning of the movie where he, he scares her with a fake Hulk out. Yeah. Like little funny things like that. Like they're really interesting that I couldn't see Edward Norton doing because I don't think the man has a funny bone in his body. Yeah. And that's a fine also, thing. Also, another bad thing. And it's super tiny. The camera angle when he does his fake Hulk out, looking up the barrel of the gun to uh, Black Widow's face and yeah. you're looking up her nostrils, it's like, oh, that's a really unflattering angle on a very attractive woman. Can yeah, we, Can we just shoot it from like one foot higher than that? Just please? anything else. Like <laughs> you've actually made an achievement by making her look a little bit gross. Well, it wasn't even that. It's kind of like, oh, that's... And because Hulk is even taller than like uh, Banner's taller than her, so why is why are we looking up toward? It was weird, but uh, yeah. again, super quick and over. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, recommendations, Zane. Yes. What do you reckon? Yeah, this is a good yeah. movie. You can watch this over and over again. Um, again, it gives you all the all the great action that comic books comic book movies promise you, and this one fully delivers it with a solid serving of character development and drama added in as well. Um, in, in what it lacks in like a little bit of story continuity and like actual real life movement, like when Cap just suddenly pops in in the middle of a crowd uh, with his shield and, and Loki just doesn't notice him at all, even though he comes from the side and not like up, from the from the uh, the Quinjet, you know, you forgive that because it's um it's really interesting to watch. Mm. Yeah. A common complaint I hear about the Marvel movies is before they started going like dipping into this genre, dipping into that genre is like 
wow, it's just a Marvel movie. Like it's a Marvel-y Marvel movie. Like Avengers Infinity War is going to be the Marvelous movie that Marvel marveled, you know? <laughs> but I'll say this is an example that that's actually an okay thing every now and then. Like it's fine to just be a superhero movie. I enjoy when they like, when they're like, it's a spy thriller with Winter Soldier. Like that's very enjoyable. I love that. Keep those kinds of things happening. But you can also just do a superhero movie yeah. and it can be it can be good. Yep. And this is a great example of that exact thing. This is why I'm not fretting the Marvel Marvelness of the next you know, Avengers movies. Well, I think, that's what I they think are. definitely these team up movies, the the Avengers team movies, they have to be big yeah. and spectacular because you you're dealing with I don't know, twelve to thirty big spectacular characters. Yep. If you're dealing with one character and it is and so it is just Ant-Man or it is just Black Widow, of course it has to be a more restricted story because yep. you don't have Hulk flying in at a moment's notice and having to and, and having to deal with lightning bolts everywhere. Mm. It's um so I, I think this movie really delivers on the comic book side and and but by also including the other side of things yeah. like you, you it doesn't give you a lot of it it doesn't give you but it just it gives you a taste of of the drama that each of these characters could bring in their own movies okay so with that what are you going to do i'm going to say you're not allowed to do a sequel good cuz i <laughs> wanted to do a prequel i guess then okay cuz i i'm not going to do a remake <laughs> You could do a spin-off. No, too late. Prequel. Okay, prequel. I call it Captain America, the first Avenger. No. Okay, Um, it has to take place entirely underwater. (laughs) Hooray. No, I was going to do Loki um, finding Thanos and the setup of that whole thing. All right. Um, Underwater. (laughs) No, not underwater. Uh, I want him to have a quirky space companion. Loki or Thanos? Loki. Let me think of it. Done. That dies at the end, of course, because he's not around. Can they die or can they be lost forever? Or they could be held hostage by Thanos. There you go. I'm doing your job for you. Tell me this movie. Can they be lost to him? Okay. That's fine. Sure. So... I need to do a quick, quick little research. Zane stole while I... No, we're not cutting. Doing research No, no. I've, is, I've, is forgot, I've just forgotten a character's name. Is it Thanos? Uh, no. Is it no, Loki? That's all no, you need. No, it's not. I know, Ronan. Do you need Ronan? I know who's... I know I need... You're not Star-Lord. Gonna, is it you're Star-Lord? Not, do you need Star-Lord? Gamora. You're not going to guess it, Zane. It is... is got it su- good. Is it Superman? So, Loki's dropped out of the Thor movie. Lost in space. Yeah. And he finds... A friend. Aww. Well, he finds man's best friend. You better not do it. Cosmo the space dog. Oh, no, that's fine. Well, who did you think I was going to do? I thought you were going to do Meek. I'm like, oh. Meek? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Cosmo the space dog. He's the Russian space dog from yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. And then, he, yeah, he appears in uh, yeah. Collectors. He does. So I wonder where his story arc ends. <laughs> um, so in the comics, he's a telepathic dog, a Russian space dog. Well, the Russian dog sent into space. Something, something, something. Telepathic. So we can literally talk to people. And yeah, so he finds him. There's a dog in a space suit that can talk to him. And it's great. But then they arrive on, I want to say Titan is Thanos' planet. 
Titan. I don't know. It's Titan because it's one of the moons of one of our planets in the comics, but it'll be somewhere else. In this. I believe it's a, a moon of Saturn. Yeah. Saturn. But it, it, obviously it won't be that one, but in the, yeah. So he on, finds himself on Titan. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure. I'll help you, Thanos. But, you know, armies and I want a kingdom and stuff. And Thanos was like, of course. Because, you know, once I'm all powerful, I'll just, I'll just make you a kingdom. Just anywhere. Anywhere that doesn't bother me, you know. Isn't it that he he's going to give him Earth if he gets, sure. gets him the Tesseract from Earth? Sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Or I could just make you a new Earth. <laughs> you see... Once I have the gauntlet, it's all up to me. Oh, know. no, he has the gauntlet? Full of, full but of the space. But he just needs one of them. He, he needs another stone. <laughs> and he needs all the stones. Yeah, but he has one. No, he hasn't have any yet. Oh, he had he the mind stone. Set, yeah, he, he wore a tosser. <laughs> That's another thing. He gave Loki yeah. a, a Listen, mate, I one. really need... My bills are due, and I need $300. <laughs> I'm going to give you $250 to go out and make me another $50. And now I've got no money. Well, no, I think it's like I'm going to lend you $200 to go gamble to bring me back $300, please. This is a terrible plan. Plus my original. You know what the Mind Stone could have done? If he just finds out what the thing is, he's like, uses his thing. Give me the stone. Okay, yeah, sure. Because you use the Mind Stone. He's a bad I, I think, manager. I think we're going to find out why that happened in Infinity Wars. Because he's a time. bad manager. I, I think it's it's going to have something to do with him having to not like move or not do something and not leave a place. Because his whole thing in the comics is like being obsessed with Lady Death. Yeah, and wanting to like marry her or have sex with her or whatever. And they allude to that at the end of Avengers too. At the, in the post-credit sequence, I think it's to fight them would be to court death. Yeah. And he's like, smile central, because like, <laughs> I would love to court some death. <laughs> but I don't think they're going to make her a character in this movie. I, I can't imagine how they would. I mean, they can, but it's just like, I feel like we should have met her prior. Or yeah, it might just be that you need all five Infinity Stones to even know where she is or whatever. I don't know. But how does your story... So, yeah, so this ends with him meeting Thanos and being sent to Earth. Yeah, and Thanos is like, I'll keep your dog safe. And he's like, okay, Cosmo, I love you. If anything happened to you, I'd probably have a huge character change between now and Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) The end. No? Is it not the answer you wanted? I, I kind of want, like, uh, as soon as I see you again, I guess I'll kill everyone that's standing between me and you, including <laughs> Thanos. That would be great. And Thanos is, like, sitting with the dog, and he's like, what's that smell? And he looks at the dog, and he's like, ugh. I mean, the next scene is, like, Thanos walking up to the yeah. collector's house holding, like, a dog kennel thing. He's, like, <laughs> handing it to you. I was like, one space dog, sir. Really, really what I want is I want Loki to go all John Wick. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I That's need. fair. I like the idea of him bringing a space dog to the collector and they're like, excellent. He's like, I owe you one. And he's like, yeah, you do. Does the collector also have an infinity stone at that point? At that point. He gets one after Thor 2, which hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And And then he he gets one in Guardian. He doesn't get one in Guardians. He almost gets one in Guardians. But he still has the red one. So he hasn't got one yet. Because at the end of Thor 2, that he's like one down, five to go. That's one. Yeah. So... He's like, I owe you one. And Thanos is like, yeah, you do. Or yeah, you will. Whatever's more ominous at the time. I I don't have a deep Josh Brolin voice, so I can't do it. 
but it's like he sounds like a space cowboy when he says it. Space cowboy. And Cosmo is very upset. Poor Cosmo. And every now and then we cut to like an internal like monologue for him, and it's just sad French music. Oh no! <laughs> Yay! That's unfair. Well, sad Russian music, I guess. I don't know what that sounds like. I, when I picture Russian music, I always hear like armies marching in the background. So I'm sure. Right. They- I think I hear like a mandolin, but that's. Oh, I guess that could be Russian. French French music would be better, but Cosmo is a Russian dog. Yeah, it's true. But, he, but he's he's an Earth he's an Earth dog. So I guess yeah, it's just Earth music. Yeah, Sad it's just Enya. Yeah, oh, it's really good though. It's horrible, <laughs> but it's funny. The end. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get yeah. in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take is that right sure yeah yeah sure that yeah. one or second take podcast you you find it yeah and twitter at second take tnc or we we have an instagram funnily enough sometimes we post video no well, actually we have no videos no videos of pictures <laughs> though that are funny there was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day oh yes yeah uh, i got bored um, <laughs> really also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash second take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> and and the yeah, <laughs> if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day there'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts? There. Yeah. Where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. Just because it's you in the room by yourself, Seb, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 